1: Hey, welcome to another edition of Brain Picker Podcast Live. You know what, David? I think we need to add live at the end of it. Brain Picker right. Podcast Live.
2: I like that. Brain Picker I Podcast like Live. We're here. We are here. Super yeah. excited. Dottie, you have your you have your light on? I do. You turn it down a little bit because you're already like light skinned and it's like kind of washing you out. And we want people to see yo. Uh, yo. No. Dude, Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm, all not, right. I'm not. That's all we that's all we're gonna get. All that's All we get today. Right, so today we are live with another episode of the Brave Picker Podcast. Man, when we bring on entrepreneurs, put them in the hot seat, and we coach them live. Okay, you've had a live. You've had a coaching session before, where it's you and a coach. But this is much different because you get to get coached in front of everybody and this video lasts forever it just stays but what's really cool is i think other entrepreneurs need exposure as they're growing their business so um feel free to chime in and uh, comment and leave us some super chats and all kind of cool stuff like that okay all right so are you ready to bring them in donnie
1: i am ready to bring them in first of all welcome to the community hey you guys hey 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 check in say hello 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 I just want to I just want to let you guys know, if you receive any value from this episode, you can definitely show support in a couple of ways. You can shout us out on your social media, like and subscribe the podcast. Also, let everybody know that we're live right now. And then there's that cute super chat button. I think it's like a dollar sign or something. You guys are more than welcome to gift us a little something, something if you're getting any value from this episode.
2: Show a little love. Show a little love. All right, right, so look, I'm ready to get I'm ready to start coaching. I'm ready to coach. Let's coach. Why Let's are you talking like that? It. Let's coach. <laughs> Let's get it. Look, we're about to introduce um a high-level entrepreneur. This young lady is already doing uh um multiple five figures every single month in her business. But she understands that if she's gonna take it to another uh, next level, she's gotta be able to pick somebody's brain. So we're gonna introduce right now. We got Angela in the building. What's happening?
3: What is
1: happening? How y'all doing? <laughs> we are amazing, Angela. How are you today?
3: I'm well, very well, blessed. Okay. All
1: right. Do us a favor and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your brand.
3: I, uh, my name is, uh, they call, call me Coach Angela Hines. I own BGM Science of Beauty and Business and BGM Science of Aesthetics and Eyelashes, we are a licensing school in DFW, but we also have a strictly online curriculum and program that we offer. Me personally, I've been a licensed manicurist for over 30 years, as well as a um, school teacher. Recently became an esthetician because of the brand, but we have students all over the world and we call them scientists because that's what they are. And the main thing about our brand is we make sure when you come through our school that we teach them business because we know that once, I mean, they come in wanting to be their own boss. So we know that it's our job to make sure they understand business at least on the beginning scale to get them started. And once they graduate, we want them working. We want them making the money that we know that they can make and value themselves um, to the
2: potential that they can. Cool, love cool. it. Let's get this party started. Well, look, man, let's. Um, it is now your opportunity to pick our brain. All right, a brain <laughs> can begin. What you got? Okay, so just like I said,
3: we. Um, As far as the school is concerned, we have nail technicians who only need 600 hours. We have estheticians who only need 750 hours. And then we have eyelash techs that only need 320 hours.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was nail tech, esthetician, eyelash. Yes. Okay. gotcha. So
3: it's three different licenses. So we don't do cosmetology or barber. We don't do hair there. But the thing is, that is not enough time to give them everything they need to be successful in running a business. And everyone that comes there, they're like, I want to be my own boss. So, you know, we definitely have to teach them all the fundamentals. They got to know how to do the skills to be successful, to go out there and not mess up anybody to our lawsuits. But we also need to make sure that they know um, standard operating procedures, that they know how to have customer service. You know, they, I mean, they they need to know it all, but we can't give it to them in the short amount of time that we do. So here's a great thing. We do pour a lot of knowledge and value into them, but now it's like, okay, they don't want to leave, but they're not leaving, but we're just continuing that same value. And I want to make sure that I have some kind of continuation program uh, structure to where like, um, and we call them scientists because that's what they are. You know, we're we're all about being in the lab and researching and making sure that we're doing the best uh, for the community. But it's like next, like what's next? They should be advanced because they're going to go out and graduate And they're going to go take classes. But why? When I have a team of excellent instructors that have been in the industry forever that I know are better than any other people that are out here teaching that can continue on and continue to help them because they've been in here for years. So I want like an advanced structure. Then I also want like maybe a master structure to where um, because I want to continue to grow the school because many people ask, well, can you open a school here? I would love to, but they would have to come through my brand, my structure in order for me to open up someplace else and trust, you know, that team.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. So where are you at right now? Because I, I I see you kind of went through some of the things that you uh you, you would like your program to look like? Yes. Where what is your what is your business doing right now? Right
3: now as far as like our
2: structure? Yes.
3: Um right now as far as our structure, each one of the programs have different tiers. The Nell program has four uh, the uh aesthetics has five and the eyelash has three. And how the tiers work is just a matter of giving them the skills that they need for the curriculum. And it's coupled with it's coupled with practical and um what is it called? Theory. So like we they're taught from the book, from our experience. For instance, on Mondays, it's like theory and practical on Tuesdays. It's like um I do a coaching time on Tuesdays for them, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it, the day looks like a classroom, but also a hands-on.
2: Okay. Donnie, you got questions?
3: I am taking notes. Just for clarity,
1: Angela, you are doing the state-required hours right now to get them licensed? Yes. Okay. And you don't believe, you don't, you know, you've proven that the state-required licensing hours is just not enough to fully develop beauty beauty industry business professionals no it's not not at all and do you have anything in place at this time outside of your licensing hours that you provide
3: no but i want something and that's what we're
1: working on today okay so you're ready to get into your next level Um, what core sectors do you believe that that these professionals need help in
3: Um, I'm going to say the first core sector is going to be depending on what they want to specialize in. They need to make their, they need to be able to understand their market, their avatar. So if somebody comes in, even though nail, for instance, nail technology, they can do manicures, pedicures, acrylics, um, at least about seven different types of services. But everyone is going to find that, that thing that they specialize in. And we foster that while they're there and make sure that they can do everything, at least pass the test. But after that, it's like, they still had to get that clientele that they're looking for. So one, with that continuation, helping them establish their avatar, helping them understand how to reach to get their avatar and whatever necessary skills they need to be better. Because, you you know, with 600 hours, you can only put so many hours hands on in class and they still be encouraged to do it outside of class without knowing anything.
1: Sure. OK, um, so I know that licensing is state specific. Is that right?
3: Yes, licensing is state specific, but the thing about our school, we are able, well, the state of Texas allows for 100% of online instruction. So the way my, I also offer online course as well. So even though it is for the state, I know that we can, we can license anybody all over the world. They just have to go back to their state and file reciprocity.
1: Got you. Uh, so what I'm getting at is not necessarily you increasing your option in terms of who you license. That's something that you can do if you decide to do that. But it's important to also make sure you're thinking about doing this beyond your students. So I wouldn't necessarily only create a program. You could, but you'd be you kind of be boxed in if you only created a program to take your students to the next level. Maybe think a little bigger, more globally and thinking all of these newly licensed beauty industry techs are recently graduating, getting their getting their licenses, and they all need the same level of support. And everything that I'm hearing you say right now is related to three core pillars, business, marketing, strategy. Yes. Right? You are yes. focused on the business of it. How? What systems do you need? How, how do you collect payments from your clients? What are the best systems? What's the best, what's the best way to operate? If you're going into owner-operator or if you're going into a salon... How do you handle your business? And then marketing, based on your specialty, how do you market to speak to your ideal avatar? What kind of content do you need to put out? Where are these people located? How do you speak to them? What kind of specials maybe do you need to run? What are the, what are the things that work to secure the client? And then strategy in terms of just overall strategy. Number one, what is your income goal? Let me help you set some income goals rather than you just kind of winging it and taking it an appointment by appointment Let's set some actual income goals. Based on those income goals, let's make sure we're strategically uh, choosing our location. Let's make sure we're strategically choosing the right service offer that matches the income that you actually want to make and the lifestyle that you want to use or that the lifestyle that you want to live. And let's apply some strategy into building the business model. What Does that sound like what you are essentially looking to put together? For sure. Okay. Uh before I move on David did you have something?
2: Um no so just just like just the the customer journey how do they find you?
3: Um
1: right now
2: the main way they find me is through
3: Google. Um like I've been really great with Google. I actually know a little bit about SEO so mm-hmm. Google's been my main friend for them to find me and then a lot of the scientists also refer and here lately since I've been showing up a little bit more on Instagram I've had a couple that found me on Instagram.
2: Got it. So uh, pretty much just so, so they'll, they'll be searching esthetician license or whatever. And you're well, gonna...
3: most likely they search like nail school in my area. And that's what, you know, shows up.
2: Got it. Got it. Like okay, cool. So we're, uh, we're good with that. As soon as they find you, they go on the website and pay how much? They go on the website and
3: what, well, they don't pay right now on the website. Once they go on the website, they fill out an application. And then when they fill the application out, they make an appointment for an interview, like a call. So then me or somebody on my team calls them and then we set up the interview. Well, let me take that. Once they submit the application, the email is sent out to them. And in that email, it has even more information as well as links to pay their enrollment fee. Yep. So then after we talk to them, they already have the links to pay their enrollment fee on there. So then once their enrollment fee is it happens and they decide on what date they want to start, which we have monthly start dates, then they're put into our community and then when the start date comes, then they start.
2: All right. Cool. So they're, they're, uh, they're being enrolled in cohorts once a month. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, okay. And that's for all three programs. Yes. But they're only picking one, correct? Yes. Or are they all wrapped in one? like it's No, they're, all, they're they're
3: only picking one, but many of them, once they get finished with a program or even before it's done, they want to go ahead and decide they want to do esthetician as well, or they want to do lashes as well. So they only pick one, but like I say, they love to stay. <laughs> they want more from us.
2: So you're teaching three classes a month, three different cohorts every month?
3: Yes. Gotcha. What's
2: that schedule like for you? I'm, I'm not teaching it. I,
3: I don't teach at all. Okay. <laughs> I have a team that teaches.
2: Okay, gotcha. So so walk me through that business. I'm just trying to understand
0: the, the business.
3: Okay, no problem. So uh, at our Plano Road location where we have the Dell program, I have two instructors that teach there. And their hours are basically Monday through Saturday except for Wednesday. And the full-time days is 10 to 4. Part-time evenings is 6 to 10. And then our online time. Uh, oh, no, sign- oh, no.
2: I'm sorry, real quick. You said daytime is 10 to 4. And yes. nighttime is 6 to 10. So I imagine one of them is doing 10 to 4. The other one is doing 6 to 10. No, they're both doing that time. So, Monday through Saturday, both of them are there uh, from 10 to 10?
3: Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday. But Saturday, there's no 6 to
2: 10. Okay. Okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday.
3: Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday.
2: Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday? Friday. Saturday. Got it. Okay. All right, cool. Um, and you said on Saturday there's no six no there's no six to ten. Correct. No six to ten. Okay. But both of them there uh Monday, Thursday, and Friday from ten to ten.
3: Yes. Okay.
2: Okay. And uh and, and every class is run that way, or that's just that one location? Uh
3: no, then the other location it it's pretty much the same.
2: Okay. But yeah. And you have two instructors per Location. So
3: the other lo- well, the other location, yeah, I have to. You can say that when they have to, yes.
2: Okay, cool, cool, cool. And how long are the programs for people? Um, the
3: aesthetic program is about eight months. The nail program is about six months. And the eyelash program is about three months. So roughly, like the hours, yeah, so it's about three months.
2: Got it. Aesthetic, eight months. Nail program, six months. Last program three months yes, okay how much how much is the aesthetic program?
3: Um, it just varies uh well, if you are in person, it's about eighty two hundred, and if you're online, it's about
2: nine thousand okay for so a little more online than in person yes, okay. What about the nail program?
3: Uh, the Nell program was about 6,600 in person and 7,000 online.
2: Okay. And that's of, I'm sorry? That's as of right now. All right, for sure. And the last program?
3: <laughs> the last program is, uh, I think it's like 3,200 for in person and like 3,800
2: for online. All right. Uh, yeah, I just had to uh, understand the business. Go for it, Annie. One more
1: time. What's the minimum investment and the maximum investment that these clients pay?
3: Uh, the minimum investment would be for the uh, eyelash technicians, and it's about 3200 And then the maximum investment is going to be for the estheticians, which is about 9000 3200 to 9000 And how long are both those programs? Uh, the eyelash is three months, and the
2: esthetician is eight. For three to eight. And the nail in the nail program, six months, Donnie.
1: Got it. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> you. All right. So they are essentially at the least paying about 1000 dollars a month. And for this program, or at the most, they're still paying about eleven hundred, $1, twelve hundred dollars a month. So you got people who are paying eleven to a thousand to twelve hundred dollars a month if we break those numbers down. And so when we're looking at taking them to another program where you can continue to support them, number one, you've already got a built in clientele for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Number two, we understand that they have uh, the the funds to invest because they've already demonstrated that they're willing to invest in their education. Right. Right. At the same time, we have uh, newly licensed beauty industry professionals that in the beginning may be struggling to get clients and pay their new salon fees, all those other expenses. Looking at the average of what they're paying, you have a couple of options that we can talk about. Um, The first will be a membership group. So a membership community, like a support community where you create something where maybe you guys are speaking every single week and you're coming in and you're educating them. Maybe you feature some other experts in the industry, so you want to teach them Uh, business. So maybe you have an accountant come in, a bookkeeper come in and talking about how to handle your finances. So we can do a membership group here and you can choose to do that low ticket or high ticket. I am a fan of high ticket programs, um, but that's totally your choice based on your demographic. Uh, The second thing that you can do is actually put together a course, something that is evergreen, right? Meaning it doesn't require... Uh, that you necessarily be present for them to get the same education. So if they are learning the same information over and over and over again, sometimes it's advantageous to you based on your schedule or whoever will be performing this to just put a course program together, right? Um, The the third least desirable, (laughs) the third least desirable is putting together one-on-one coaching one-on-one coaching, and the only reason that I recommend one-on-one coaching in the beginning for people who are going newly into the coaching and consulting space is that working with clients on an intimate level like that allows you to perfect your blueprint, right? So while you have licensed a ton of beauty industry professionals, taking them through the process of building six-figure businesses through the business education, the marketing education and strategy education is new to you, this is gonna be a new lane. And sometimes it's really great to say, hey, let me work with a couple of people one-on-one so I can make sure that the steps, I've thought of everything, I'm including everything, and it actually works, right? But if you already feel like you've proven that concept, you know exactly what to teach, you know exactly what works, you've already gotten the results based off of this blueprint, then my recommendation would either be... Uh, My recommendation would either be putting together a membership community or a course. And I will be marketing this to every channel that I would create affiliate programs with every other resource that licenses students that doesn't offer this advanced level of business information. Right. So if there are other agencies that license that licenses uh, students, I'd be saying, hey, I have this continued education program. I'd love if at the end of your program, you let them know that there is a next step. There is a next level. And to do that for every student who comes and joins, we'll pay you an affiliate commission on that. So you got built-in marketing with ready-made clientele that's freshly licensed. And we know they need that service
3: or that offer. So Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, so like you said, as far as fill it, that would mean like either talking to other schools or uh, I guess maybe salons that are people are going to like, if they're new to a salon suite. So I I get what you're saying. Then my things like, I I have an idea of where to find them. I think locally my, I wouldn't want to come off as competition to people. So if I, if I reach out to them, I don't want them, I know they don't want to think that I'm taking their students if they're already in there. I mean, what would be the best approach to.
1: Sure. So, I am not a huge fan of door-to-door business marketing anymore. I just don't do it. I would figure out a way. You said that you're familiar with SEO. So what are other licensing agencies or schools searching on the internet that would speak to them in terms of marketing, right? Are you looking to make more money from your licensing program? Great. We have an affiliate program for any of your students that register for the next level. That's not competition. This is saying, hey... Are you looking to add an additional stream of income to your licensing program on a bigger scale? However, I would simply run ads. Right? You're already familiar with SEO, so I would simply run ads. And however, you can install pixels to say, "Hey, let's retarget anybody who's searching for beauty school, hair school, institution school. We want to retarget them and let them know that you don't just need school. You don't. Everybody knows that state board certification." It's just a requirement, but it's not necessarily a value add. You're not learning much of anything about how to run a business. Don't make the mistake that 95% of other estheticians, lash techs, and nail techs make by thinking licensing, certification, education is enough. It's not. Okay? Do what the top 1% to 3% of the beauty professionals do and get continued education through mentorship and development. I like
2: that.
1: That would be my ad.
2: good that's good that's go it go ahead mm-hmm. i'm sorry
1: i'm gonna say it's, it's, it's up to you now do you want to do a membership group do you want to do a course you can do a course um you can you can do a course that also has a support group right you can do you can do both but yeah. you want to focus on what's scalable and reaching out on a, on a higher level to other licensing organizations via ads, not necessarily word of mouth, because word of mouth isn't scalable. Word of mouth works. I built my entire brand off of relationships and word of mouth, but it's not really scalable, right? You can scale SEO performance. You can scale paid advertisement performance, right? So right. we're not thinking just in your local area. We're thinking nationwide. Okay.
3: Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I'm i good with course creation as well. So definitely uh, a course. But I know when you speak about a course and I know like uh, many course creators also have like Facebook groups or another way to build that community. Um, mm-hmm. That's where, just like I said, even with that happening, I would still have to end up training somebody else to help coach that because I know my team is pretty strapped or I would be moving them into different positions as well. So in the beginning, I guess I'm going to ask, like, what would be the best transition or step into that? And, and, you know, I know. Okay, let me ask that question first and I'm going to say something else.
1: Okay.
2: Uh,
1: first question, transitioning into a group model Um, in the beginning, in the beginning, Angela, if you have the time. like I don't know what your day to day looks like and we can talk about that if you need to. But if you actually have the time in the beginning to engage and interact with this community, I recommend that you do that so you can learn the needs and both serve the client best and staff the best for it because you know what what it's for. Um, I have in recent years strictly moved away from paid Facebook groups. So anything that's like free, I don't mind putting on a Facebook group, but if I'm being paid for it. I don't ever recommend Facebook groups anymore. The platform is great, but the platform is also not yours. And in the event that for whatever reason, people report the page and it gets taken down, you have a headache and a nightmare behind the scenes of fixing that. So I um, most recently have recommended in the last two years, a a platform called Mighty Networks to build a group on. So any type of platform, uh, Mighty Networks, Patreon, discord any of those platforms you can utilize to build a community you can also do it from within course platforms like kajabi something that you pay for that you own that would be the first number two um in terms of actually managing it right now it can be a group effort between you and some other people who build the community right now it can be your effort um and or we can just hire people and put sops in place for how that's managed that that means that you're you're having to think about what kind of conversations do I want to have inside of this community what kind of information do I want to have inside this community and you'll just SOP that out and hire someone if it's more than you want to handle
3: okay okay um uh, so the the next part is i know like and i have no problem with inviting Anyone else? And I know that we built a brand around our scientists because that's what they're called. Matter of fact, those names are getting trademarked, you know, per se, because we really hold them in high regard. So, with this transitioning to offer those who also need this, which I know is great, they definitely need this as well, bringing them into this um, community of what you said, because there's other folks that didn't know it. Would it be I know being able to know the community, just like you said, which made sense. So when I get them in there to know them, because some of them probably didn't get what our scientists got while they were in school. So yeah. would it just be, I mean, because we're already recording some of the stuff that we're doing right now and putting that into a course and adding that to the community. So what I'm asking is, I, I guess I just don't want to seem like, I mean, just what you said, I need to know what they know so I can give them what they need. But in my head, I know if they didn't get what we gave them, then they're probably going to need what we're giving our current scientists right now.
1: Yeah, you don't need to know what they know. You okay. need to know, you need to decide what they need to know. We're okay. assuming that everybody knows nothing. <laughs> 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 right, they don't know, we already know. We, the ideal <laughs> avatar for this is someone who just completed their licensing requirements and they need to develop their business. So we know as a general rule of thumb, you know nothing.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> And
1: okay. then you decide what they need to know and go from there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the marketing, the way that you communicate that message through your marketing will let them know that, yeah, I don't know this. I need this group or I'm beyond this. This is not for me.
3: Okay. So then, now, like, okay. So like you said, this group is, I don't need this is beyond me. So then when, um, because I said there want to be two more levels because, of course, my, my avatar is my scientist for what we're talking about. And I know being able to offer it to other people is great. So if they say it's beyond them, then that's that master level comes about. So in my mind, the master level is going to be getting them to where teaching, doing what I'm doing, doing more so I can still be able to to scale.
1: Yes, yes. And you also raise a good point in terms of who's managing the community. So if you already have scientists that have been trained and developed by you, make a few of them ambassadors. They know more than anybody else what these particular what these particular clients or customers will need. Right. Right. So you can make ambassadors in your group and say, hey, as an ambassador, if you can go in and engage once a day, that would be a great value add to this group. And people are excited to be leaders of something. So you won't have an issue. Getting getting the help.
3: No, I won't.
1: Yeah, you won't have an issue at all. Um, Now, the other thing that you can do, one thing that I would definitely do, just from a data and analytics perspective, um, when you are enrolling them into the into the program, I would have like a pre-enrollment questionnaire. Right? Um, Did you attend school, or did you know where were you licensed? What city and state? Do you already have clients? How much money are you making at this point? And that data will give you um, that data will give you what you need so that you can market better, not necessarily and put the program together. But we're concerned about using that so we can market better to our students. We know exactly, you know, we need to know if we're talking to someone who is.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
1: you know, $1,000 to $3,000 a month. We need to know if we're talking to somebody who is generating $8,000 to $10,000 a month, but they just don't understand how to get to their next level. Um, They don't, they, they, they're working in a salon where kind of everything is built in and maybe they're leaving and they got to start doing the work on their own now. So we got to see who, who is Angela attracting, and we'll okay. get a good idea of the information that needs to go in there. And the best way to do that is just to do a, a questionnaire. So they're interested, If this is how ticket. pick it. It will probably be that uh, they have a, a sales call book just like they do now for your school. So we'll do a sales call, but before that call gets on the calendar, you have about 10 questions that you ask.
3: Okay. Is that is that clarity for you? Yes, definitely. I mean, especially okay. with the question, like you said, it would help build what I know. I mean, it's like prior knowledge. I was a school teacher. So it's like what they already know, what they need to know and what they plan to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: Tell me, I feel like you have another question stirring.
3: <laughs> it's not right It's not really a question. It, okay, I know that we, everyone talks, like I hear coaching in everyone's big on community. And I really feel like we built, um, And I'm going to stay humble. It's just, I feel like we really built a, a great community with our scientists. So, and I'm not, I guess I'm going to ask for permission, but I really don't need permission. But I get what you're saying, but I really want to just do this with my scientists first. And then, but I know I won't scale that way. So it's like me, I know. So, okay,
1: never mind. Well, <laughs> and so you can consider, while I, I don't have a problem. So, like I told you, if you were my client, I would say, hey, Let's start in the one-on-one space because that mindset is just attached to a fear mindset of what if this thing actually works and I want to make sure everything is right. I want to deliver at the same level of excellence that my other business is delivering at. And that's totally fine. So instead of the one-on-one, I see the smile on your face. That's exactly it. So instead of the one-on-one model, you already have a group of people who are sold out for you. They're going to listen to whatever information you give. We can start there and use that group for market research. This is where you're testing the blueprint. This is where you're finding out exactly what they like to learn. This is where you're testing the strategy. This is where you're putting SOPs in place for the team, the core team that's going to help you do this. This is where you kind of make sure my pricing is right. This is your market strategy. However, don't stay there more than 90 days.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't stay there More than 90 days
1: because there's no legitimate reason for it.
3: Yes, you're right.
1: If for this group, there were a prerequisite that they had to learn this thing, these things, this specific way, or they don't qualify, then there's a reason for you to just escalate or elevate the, the, the scientists that you have into this program only. But... There's no specific reason. They don't have to already come with any level of knowledge. They just need to be licensed in their industry. And you are teaching them that extra knowledge. So there's no legitimate reason why you should only be pooling from the current people that said yes.
3: (laughs) Stop being (laughs) scared. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say this is being scared. It's just that I know that I value the ones who who are there, but I, I totally get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. I value those that are, that are there and I want to continue to pour into them. Um, but I know that the value that we give needs to be given to other people who didn't get that in, in school because I'm, I get tired of hearing when well, I didn't learn nothing in nail school. I didn't learn nothing in aesthetic school. And I'm like, you didn't come here. <laughs> like you're going to learn yeah. something when you come here and, and we're teaching, you know, more. So thank you.
1: So then don't, isn't it fair? Isn't it unfair that 99% of this industry didn't come through your training?
3: Yeah, of course. It's unfair. It's unfair.
1: It will be irresponsible of you to not make sure they at least have the option to get your training.
3: Okay. All right. I, I know my team is watching, so I know they hear this.
1: <laughs> yeah. It will be irresponsible of your team to not hold you accountable to making sure as many people get your training as possible. You think Paul Mitchell and Vidal Sassoon are concerned about staying in their local neighborhoods? They are doing nationwide dominance because they have a message. They have a method that they believe all salons who offer their level of service or their type of service should measure up to. They have a standard that they believe everybody should be executing. And you obviously have a proven blueprint and you have a standard and it is unfair that people don't know that other estheticians and lash techs and nail techs don't know that this education exists. It's unfair that they're walking around thinking, I didn't get that information and I don't know where to get it. You exist. Make sure they know it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Any other questions?
3: Um, I, I, yeah, I would say with the, um, okay. So then here's another question. Granted, let's talk about finances. When we're we're talking about those that come through the program, what would be for, and I'm talking about the current scientists, they've graduated, you know, they, they've made this. So what would I tell them? I let them know this program is happening. Should it be a certain level of time that they need to wait a certain level of skills that they maybe need to have before they come in i mean some kind i know you said it we want to say that they don't know anything but them i know know something so what kind of prerequisite would i have for them that i know that know something but i want to continue to move them on um but maybe they need to have experts so we're gonna have two, we're gonna have those two different people you're gonna have those that's been out there that didn't come through here they didn't know what we taught them that's probably after struggling that needs to get there versus the one that have been there and they're probably gonna Do I need to give them a time to execute on what they've been given for that six, three and eight months?
1: No, no. because People need accountability. Right. They don't need to go from your level of accountability to nothing and then come back later for accountability. They need that consistent accountability. Also, the benefit now is that they get the group. They get the group. They get the community. They get the community now who's able to come in and say, hey, here's what worked for me this week inside my community. I'm like, hey. Share win from your last seven days. I do that because I want them to talk about how they won in a particular way in their business, and it might, it might, um, it might inspire another business owner to try that particular method. So it doesn't necessarily matter their level unless it matters to what you're teaching. Okay. Okay. So unless it matters to what they're teaching, they go right away into the program because right away they need development.
3: They need development. All right, so yeah. now here's a, here's a question, Nani. How much are you charging? Well, so
1: I always recommend, I'm, I'm a high ticket person. However,
3: sure.
1: I recommend that you do market research, right? Because there are groups available. We see them all day, all over the internet. They may not be exactly doing what you're doing, but there are groups and courses available to beauty industry professionals designed to help them build their business that yeah. exist. So I want you to go and do market research and find the ones that are most like yours and apples to apples. Okay, they're offering this. I'm offering this. And then you put like a spreadsheet together, write down a couple of prices and figure out based on what you think. Am I more valuable, just as valuable, a little less valuable right now? And then you base your pricing around it. Okay. But this is if you're going the group route, this is your recurring membership model. We don't want to make it so. We don't want to make the level of entry to this community so difficult for you that a new stylist that isn't getting many clients can't afford it. But we also don't want to make the level of entry so easy that it's just like a Netflix subscription. Whether they're watching it or not, they're not going to cancel. Right. We want to make sure that it's enough of them putting enough skin in the game that they're actually going to execute.
3: Okay. Real
1: quick, I got a shout out Tanya S. Keller Unlimited. Thank you, Tanya, for the super chat. We are uh thankful for you for the super chat. 999 in the building, Dave. You see the you oh, see the, oh. the, the token of appreciation coming in?
2: Tanya Kelker. Don't 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 leave it. RK. It's Kelker. Oh okay.
1: Tanya Kelker. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I love
1: it. Dave, you're really, really big on building community. Um, any feedback there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, got a few things. One, I think it's important uh, to know what your goal is, Angela. I think um, that's going to be really, really important to know what your goal is because your goal might be to be where you're at now, and then you know none of this matters. But um, what is your goal? Uh,
3: my my mission and my ultimate goal is for the estheticians, nail techs, and eyelash to understand their value because I feel that if they charge, if they understand the value of what they're given and they're able to charge more than we're all able to charge more. Uh, one of my biggest things, I've been in the industry for a long time and 30 years ago, I was charging the prices they're charging now. They need to be charging more, but I also need to make sure that they value what they're doing. They, re- they respect themselves and they respect their time and they're given that quality of service as well. I mean, to that, their customers.
2: I mean that's a really, I think that's a really cool mission, but typically <laughs> goals have numbers attached to them. Because oh. we need to know if we can... Like, we have to be able to measure a goal. Did we hit the okay. goal or not? Because if, if that is what you're saying, you've already done that. So okay. Work. So what is your goal for your business, for yourself? What is uh, right now, as far as
3: the goal for the current school, the goal is 150 scientists enrolled.
2: 150. Why 150 scientists?
3: Um, because in that way... Um, I would make six figures. The school would make six figures a month, and I could pay my people more.
2: So the goal is to make six figures a month.
3: I'm not, not six figures. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, multiple six figures. What's the number? Uh, about $126,423.
2: Where do you get that number from?
3: I just made it up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how
3: long you been in the business? Uh, my school's only been open for a year and a half. But I've been
2: a manicurist about thirty years. Okay, open for a year and a half. And uh, how much did you do last year?
3: Uh, Last year I did just under three hundred thousand.
2: Just under three hundred thousand. Do you have a goal for this year?
3: Not written down. I don't. The the goal was the the number was just really the students, the um, the enrollment. As far as I mean, I definitely want to license over a thousand, but the goal was to have one hundred and fifty students enrolled. Continually from, like, March on.
2: So 150 for the whole year or from March to December?
3: From March to December.
2: Okay. So that would... Is, is it broken down into the, like, just all total, about the three? So it's really 50, yes. 50 nail techs, 50 lash techs, 50 estheticians? Yes. Got it. How much would... You don't know how much that would yield you, right? I mean, it... If you average
3: it out, as far as the the average payment is anywhere between six to a six hundred to a thousand, it just it would just vary based on because they all have their different payment plans.
2: Okay, but if if everybody if all the hundred and fifty um, got the smaller smallest package, it's like four hundred and eighty thousand for the year. Is that the goal? No, okay. you said if they. If they all did the thirty two hundred dollars times one fifty now the program. Package.
3: Yeah, but uh, but the program well I said one fifty consistency consistently. So in other words, that I mean some of them are gonna graduate before July. So keeping with that, it's not just one fifty for the rest of the year. It would be how can I you know I mean because some of them are gonna graduate, so is gonna come in. So I just when I say I want it to be consistent. So if two leave, I need to make sure two come back. If ten leave I didn't make sure I enrolled 10 more. I want to keep that 150
2: throughout. That's my minimum that I want to keep. Good. I think it's going to be really challenging to hit big goals if your goal is based off your minimum. Okay. It's just just Okay. So um, my goal is, uh, one of my goals is 10,000 people in my morning meetup. Okay. Right now we have less than 1,000. So it really took... Four years to get a consistent, like, we're like at 800, four mm-hmm. years to get a consistent 800, but I'm expecting this year to go to 10,000. Do you know what that does for my level of thinking and strategy? Make you work harder? Well, it actually helps. It improves the quality of my questions. Because okay. now I need to know not how do I just bring in a couple more people, but not for me to bring for me to have 10,000 people, I'd have to bring in 30,000, which has me thinking on a whole nother platform. 150 people, you the right play, you can get that this month. Yeah. So here's the thing I would, if I were you, um, first off, we got to send a major shout out real quick to Desiree Harvey Lowell for the $50 super chat. Let yes. thank you yeah. so much. Goodness gracious. Then we got Dawn Willis with the 999 super tech. Thank you. I appreciate, That's it. I appreciate it. That's my director. That's my director. Don, Don Willis. We must be doing something right. We straight.
1: Okay, <laughs> I see what type of people are coming from your leadership. Uh, yes, Angela. No,
2: absolutely. <laughs> so, here's, here's what I here's kind of how I would look at it. Maybe is let me erase that. Is you have. Uh, one big goal. Give me a big goal. Like, like if you hit this this year, it's like, it's up. A thousand. A thousand what? Scientists enrolled. How does that equate? The only because the only reason. Um, so, we, but we we can't we can't measure the number only because there's okay. so many different packages. So give me a big financial goal. Like if you could say I'm gonna have this in the year. A big financial goal for the year, uh, for this, for
3: the rest of this year.
2: Yes. Um. I'll help you out. Let's three X it. Let's go for a million dollars this year. How do you feel about that?
3: I was going to say two.
2: Two million dollars, even better. Yeah. Question for you: Do you care how the two million comes? No. Good. So we can put a plan together for our certification program. And we could put a plan together for our continuing education program. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, for our licensing program. Well, licensing. Well, licensing. Let's we'll say licensing. But I'm talking about for the continuing education where you're teaching okay. the business owners how to run a business. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. So I don't care how the two million comes, I just need it to come. Right. So it's like, well, how many people do we need to come into the program to do half of that? It's way more than 150. Right. Yes. Let's look at um, the activity from the last 12 months. We need to know exactly where people are coming. How many, what percentage of people are coming to do lashes? What percentage are coming from uh, for esthetician work? How many people are coming from nails? Because what you might find is, it's like such a small, small percentage of people that's coming in on I don't know. Let's just say the net, na- the nail side. It's like, do we really need to lean into that? We probably need to ramp up our marketing for the lashes because that's where the bulk of our money is coming. from. Mm-hmm. Well, the bulk
3: of the money is coming from
2: nails because we started out as a nail school. Yeah. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what it is, but okay. It appears that you don't really know exactly what it, which, like, where your effort, marketing efforts need to go. It's just no. the school, right? But yeah. right. to find out what's bring you the most money, that's where you lean in and put most of your marketing dollars into that and say, yo, we can do half, we could do 500,000 from nails. Nails. We could do 250 from something else and 250 from, or lashes. And then 250 from esthetician. And then our continuing education. How many of these people do we think we could break into the continuing education program? And for us to do this other million, that number, how much do they got to be paying? We might say, well, it's, it's too few people and I think it'd be too expensive. Well, we need to lean into building that particular business.
3: Okay.
2: Another way, not just relying off the people that you're promoting from, from the, not not just the people that are graduating from your program. Okay. Make sense? And if this yes. is looked at as a whole nother business, you can go into other other companies that do what you do, and even be more confident and say, yo, we are teaching the people that graduate, and I want to give you a franchise, a licensing something, okay, right? Yes. Where if they're paying $200 a month, that company, Paul Mitchell, you get $100 a month. It doesn't matter to you, though, because it's all the same work. you go have these two calls a week with this person running this one, this one person running that one. We're going to do a yearly get-together with everybody. We're going to build that culture. But if all the people that certify they'll be like, yo, I get to make money too from that? Because they see the same gap that you see. Yeah. And what yeah. you might find is that you might do $2 million from this side right here. And then we might just transition all of this to one of the people that work for you. And you have the whole franchise. You certify people come in. Does that make sense? Yes. So yeah. I think it just starts with the goal and then identifying how we're going to hit the goal based on the various avenues of revenue that we have coming in. Yes. Okay. There's my two cents. I'm, um, I totally agree.
1: Angela, tell me um, right now, what's been your, what's give me a takeaway or two from your session today. Um.
3: <laughs> I would say the major uh, takeaway is the 90 days because uh, putting, you know, putting a time frame on it, um, uh, that's huge for me because I know I'd probably be in my head for a minute, but I listen because uh, I require them to listen as well. Uh, and then my, uh, my other big takeaway is probably going to be, you know, just what Dave said, uh, having basically sort of like what you did, kind of a ladder of ascension, trying to understand what the big goal is, putting that number on it and getting it for the programs. Yeah. Um, from, from each one, deciding on which one it comes from and breaking it down that way. Instead, I mean, because that's, honestly, I never really looked at it. I know we have a certain number of different types of scientists and different types of programs, but to me, it was just all money put together. It wasn't you know, yeah. separate.
1: You definitely want to break that ladder down. Um, tell me, wh- what's, your, what's your first step? What's the first action step you're taking toward this goal after this podcast?
3: Um uh the first goal is, the first goal is probably gonna be looking definitely at my SEO and deciding on which one I know which one to market to first for that because nails are really, really huge, really, really heavy. They need the most they get the most criticism. So it's going to be taking what Dave said as far as that that marketing and that strategy. And I will use what you said and basically build that ideal, of the community, build that structure around, make that my main avatar. But I know I'm still going to get the esthetician and the eyelashes, but focusing on who I know, the, the, I, know their, I know their pain points better. One is because I have been one of those for the longest. So using that and instead of, I use that to drive me to where I need to go.
1: So here's an idea. Okay. I personally think that your first two action steps. Number one, clarifying the goal. Okay. Clarifying the goal. That has to happen first, right? Okay. Number two, doing the market research so we can identify how much this will eat, how much of an investment this will even be. Right? And in that market research, you're not just looking for price, you're looking for deliverables as well. You may get some ideas and that will help you to understand how much team do I need to help support this new offer? What platforms do I need to have support this new offer? How much do I need to be involved in this new offer? So I think that you need to think through the goal and do the market research first to start putting the foundation together. Then we fill in the energy right? Then, then we focus on, we work, we're going to reverse engineer it from there. So if the goal is 2 million and I'm charging 2,500, we break that down to determine how many people we need. Then based on how many people we need, we understand what our closing ratio is. So I know what I need to do on the SEO side in order to get this many leads that we can close at 10, 15, 30%. But nothing starts, nothing happens without the goal. Nothing strategic happens without the goal because it can happen. But just like you said, I've just kind of been like all the money just kind of adds up and you don't know how to project. You don't know how to project from any line of your business what it should be making at minimum. So your projection is the minimum that you would do. Right. So all the minimums that you were speaking in, those are projections, but projections are based off of data. Projections say based on this time last year or this time last month. This is what I project to happen, right? And I'm comfortable if this projection happens, but my goal is a little higher. So we know that our we know our minimum and we know our maximum. At minimum we want the projection, at maximum we want the goal, sort of speak. And then you fill anything, everything in after that.
2: Okay. Good. Good. Yes. Thank you. Cool. And I, if I just say one last thing, just get with your team after this and just structure how you want that, uh, that business, the, um, the, the, the continual education program, just structure how you want the customer experience to be. Yeah. So whether it's, I, w- I would probably say maybe um create three courses and it doesn't have to be you doing it. I would, I would definitely suggest it, but identify everything nail techs need to know in terms of business, last techs, estheticians like that. And just have that as the core part of the uh, program, and let's say everybody gets that, and then it's going to be you know one call, one call, two calls a week. And we come up with pricing, and um, I think I, I think you will really, really be uh, on the way. Just I think I think Donnie just laid it out. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. yeah, and and what you're offering, what you're putting together, Angela, is incredibly valuable. Sure. Like just from. My experience going into salons, getting my lashes done and seeing an esthetician, you know, I have experiences and even in the hair industry, like it's a huge need for these people who are super, super talented, but they lack basic business skills. It almost makes you want to go and see a subpar talented person. That's (laughs) the business, right? So we have to offer... Go hard on this. Go hard on this. Find the best person who's already doing it and do it better. Okay. All right. All right.
3: Did you,
1: you came to, did you get what you came here for today?
3: I got more. <laughs> I got a whole, whole lot more.
1: All right. Well, congratulations to you and your team. Um, I can I can tell just I remember you in the last episode where we talked about where you said, hey, I just invested. You invested during our last episode and you said, I'm terrified. That was you, right? You said, I'm terrified. And I instantly thought, oh, we got a beginner who's going to come on. We got to take it easy. But you are a powerhouse. Powerhouse. You are a powerhouse and you. you are gifted. Not only are you gifted, but you actually have a heart for what it is that you're doing. And the way that your leaders are showing up in this in these comments speaks volumes. Like, I don't know if you understand how big that is. The way these leaders are supporting you and cheering you on speaks volumes about who you are as a businesswoman. So congratulations.
3: Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all the scientists in my team for showing up. But they do. They do follow all of you guys as well, because. We Like to use you guys in our
2: conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You have any uh, closing
3: words? Um, I I appreciate this call very much. Um, I, I will just say this: I know that on the call when I said that, and like I tell everybody knows yesterday's price is not today's price. When you when Dave said, Well, it's this it's this much right now, I was like, I gotta get it. <laughs> yeah, I got I knew I, I knew I wanted to be on here because I know. I needed the help, and like you said, the exposure as well, but um, I was like, no, I can't. I can't wait, and I had to be here, and it, this really helped me because part of my my uh, director, I talked to her about it, and she's the one that I normally take something to, and I tell her to go figure it out, and she comes back and tells me about it. So with her being on here, she knows she has work to do, and uh, you, <laughs> you, got, you guys are fabulous, and I really, really, really appreciate it. I Thank
2: you. It. Thank you, Angela. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Look, we'll uh, follow up with you in a little bit and see how you're going. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You guys have a good day. All right, you bye, too. bye. You too. Bye. Bye, bye. Another one. Another one. <laughs> Golly, this is like the most fun that I've ever had. Like being able to like help in front of other people and help the other people that's watching. The person yes. being helped. Yes. Out there. It's
1: not just for the guests who booked the session. Mm-hmm. Like the audience,
2: getting Y'all- major. Yeah. Y'all need to go follow her right now and um and just as a thank you, say thank you for investing in yourself
0: because <laughs> we were very valuable. And if
2: you want to be the person that invests in yourself so that other people uh can benefit, all you gotta do is go to brainpickerpodcast.com, secure mm-hmm. your spot. Secure your spot. It's going down. Okay. Do I, th- I think we're, I think we're uh we will we will start what well, just Enroll now and we'll actually start scheduling, I think, uh, early next week, right?
1: Yeah. Early. next. Well, so it doesn't matter. So right now, go on and just schedule a time oh, uh, and okay. then we'll be confirming those appointments, even if the time is not one that works for you. Uh, just go ahead and schedule it because David and I are working some things out on our end. We're getting uh, we're getting our systems in place for the Brain Picker podcast because you guys love it so much. We've invested Uh, to get more systems in place. So for right now, if you are interested in being a featured guest in a featured highlighted live coaching session, just go to brainpickerpodcast.com, pick any date. We will confirm that date and time with you and we will go there. And the investment is just $3,000 to talk specifically about your business. Because while you can come on here and get nuggets from the other people's sessions who are being coached, who invested to be coached, it is no comparison to being coached in your own business directly by two of the best business coaches to do it.
2: Those are the facts. All right. Let's get it. Make sure y'all follow me at sleepers for suckers. Make sure you follow Donnie Wiggins on Instagram, Donnie Wiggins underscore. And we'll see y'all next episode. We will see
1: y'all next episode.